There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cord Dog Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vent as fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back to another episode of What You Doin' Podcast, your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast, and it is 2022. Happy New Year to all my favorite corn dogs. It is me, Felipe, one of your three lovely co-hosts on the What You Doin' Podcast. And today, we're giving you our best of 2021 clip show. Yes, the podcast started earlier in January of 2021. We are almost one full year, and what a time to look back at some of our favorite memories that we've made, including clips from all of our guests. So, we can't do a clip show without starting off at the first podcast of the show's history, and we learn about Will, Navi, and Felipe, that's me, our backstories of Phineas and Ferb. So, I'm going to throw it back to our pre-season one theme song, and you can hear the intro that we used to have, plus some background on our Phineas and Ferb knowledge. So, roll the clip. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What You Doin', a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. It is me, Agent F, aka Felipe, and I'm here with my lovely crew, the Ferb to my Phineas. We have Will, aka Davis, comma Will. How are you doing, Will? I'm doing great. I'm ready, ready to to take over the the tri-state area with this podcast here, the the podcastinator. Yes, um, the podcastinator. Very exactly. excited. And someone whose appearance was very unexpected, and by that I mean completely expected, it's Navi. <laughs> Hello, thanks for having me on. I'm happy to talk about Phineas and Ferb, and I'm just excited to get right into it. Yeah, I am super looking forward to this. Uh, this honestly started as a joke, but then as the months kept going by, I was like, no, this needs to be a reality. And I got two great people on my side uh we won't we i know what we're gonna do today and it's gonna be we're gonna be podcasting so first off who are you people introduce yourselves uh you can go ahead Navi, if you want 
Oh, okay. So hi, I'm Navi. Um, I guess uh, how I got into the show would be a good way to sort of introduce myself, so to speak. Um, so I was uh, pretty much on the bandwagon from season one. I wouldn't say I was like a day one watcher, but um, it was always just playing on Family Channel, which is Canada's equivalent of Disney Channel. And I just always enjoyed the show. It was different from the other animated kids shows that were on there and that like, I found that the humor was very quick and witty and that it just, uh, the jokes would land and they would just completely, uh, no, no, not pause on the jokes at all and just keep going. There was no room to breathe. And I really appreciated it. I think it lends really well to a rewatch. So that's why I'm excited to uh, take part in this podcast. I don't know if that was good enough, but well. That was fantastic. That was great. It's was great. I love getting to know more about my friends. Cause like, I would say that we're friends but we don't know much about each other yet. And I feel like this is part of the excitement of the podcast getting to know my friends better. Yeah, I yes. mean, most of our interactions have been me yelling at the both of you in uh, these <laughs> games that we play. So yes, in Among Us and Wheel Jam. Um, sometimes Navi has her wine, sometimes she doesn't, but she's always yelling at us. Yes. <laughs> always be yelling. Yeah. Um, do you want to go next or should I go, Will? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm Will Davis, Davis comma Will, as, as my uh, social media would suggest. Uh, I, I do math for a living, but like as a student, um, I, I sometimes write funny songs about Survivor. Um, and yeah, so I, I also, I, I think I was like a day one watcher of this show. It was, it was popular. I was right around the age to be watching Disney Channel when it was on. Uh, and I, I think I, I started from the beginning. It was one of those, uh, like Navi said, that, that, it felt like a very smart kids show that, that it's, it's definitely a show made for kids, but, but it, it, it feels like, like very smart. And there's a lot of like subtle jokes in there that I definitely didn't get at the time um, that I, that I really enjoy. I don't know that I finished the series whenever it was on TV. Uh, I don't know if I was able to keep up through through all four seasons of it while I was while it was on TV. So I'm very excited to to hopefully see new things on uh, in the show. Um, I definitely did did get back into the show. I, I started a rewatch of this uh, a few months ago and then sort of sort of paused the rewatch whenever we decided to do this podcast, um, all because of TikTok. Uh, uh, the, one of the creators of the show, Dan Pavenmeyer, he he's got a, a pretty decent following on tiktok and he's he's uh, a very fun follow he he one of the creators of the show also the voice of dr doofenshmirtz uh he he's really really got me into wanting to watch the show again just hearing him talk about the show yeah no i think there's definitely been a resurgence with it being on disney plus now and then tiktok bringing back a lot of nostalgia baked um properties from our youths uh so my Mm -hmm. backstory is I was more of a Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network kid compared to Disney Channel. And it wasn't until I went to Disney World and at the hotel they were playing Disney Channel during breakfast. And I remember there was Phineas and Ferb and Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then that was kind of my entry point. And then when I got home, I was like obsessed with the Disney Channel afterwards. Um, not to say that I was uncultured. I definitely grew up on the High School Musical and that was a few years prior and Camp Rock and 
all that jazz. But Phineas and Ferb was really like the entry point to the television realm of Disney Channel. Um, and I just think the show is really smart and really quirky in a way that a lot of kids shows um, aren't like, I feel like it's easy to rewatch as an adult and the adults around you enjoy it as compared to like other shows that might be, they'll watch it, but they're not as invested when their kids are watching as like Phineas and Ferb. I feel like my mom loves Perry the Platypus. Um, and and who, <laughs> who doesn't? Agent P is a rock star. Um, but so, yeah. And then with Disney plus, I watched a few of the, they had a movie this summer that I watched. Um, and the Disney plus era has really just reinvigorated a love that I did not remember having as a child for Buford. So I'm excited to get to know my man Buford better on this rewatch. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my backstory with Phineas and Ferb. Also the songs, the songs slap. Yes. They're so good. There's so many of them. I like I like I I see so many I, again TikTok videos of people who are like ranking all of the best Phineas and Ferb songs, and even these videos like don't even like they leave out so many of them because the, there's just too many to to talk about in a one minute video. That it, it's something I definitely want to keep track of. Is, is all the best I agree a hundred percent. Every time I see an escalator, I just think of the cows going up the escalator song the, <laughs> in the mall, and that's the one that like even when I wasn't watching Phineas and Ferb when those like periods that it was either not accessible or I had phased out like that song has always stuck with me and then obviously there's so many and I don't want to start singing them all and get taken down for copyright but um I just love the show and like Will I actually have never seen the ending so I've seen the ending clip because we definitely talked mm -hmm. about this one time uh, like the last scene in Phineas and Fur, we we had talked about that in college one time, my friends and I. But we I've never seen how it ends, so I'm interested. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get into this. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. So we do our first podcast. We do a couple episodes. We're getting our groove, and episode four comes around, and we have our first guest ever, the great Catherine Evans, who at the time was doing the Scooby Doo rewatch podcast with me. And I started to understand more and more about Kate's taste. And we get to episode four, which has flop stars, Gitchy Gitchy Goo. And we meet a character that has stuck with us throughout the history of this podcast, Marty the Rabbit Boy. So these are our first reactions, including Kate's, to Marty the Rabbit Boy and his musical blender. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. She ends up running out to get Linda, who... Is this the no? This is not when she steals a sweatshirt, but she brings Linda. She's in the mall, um, at the Googleplex mall, and she's like, "Okay, Phoenix and Ferb." And then it's there's a curtain and it's their silhouettes, and the announcer guy is like, "Marty the Rapper Boy and his uh, musical blender." And I feel like this is knowing Kate. This is one of her favorite moments. Yes. <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. This poor girl could not catch a break. I was. I almost cried for her of laughing so hard what like what even none of it made any sense but it was very funny and i just felt so bad for candace but it was really funny i love to laugh at her pain i feel like between this and um the the demolished building that we'll get to later this might be the worst episode for candace candace gaslight watch yes those those are the two things i have on the candace gaslight watch yeah the first thing i have is is marty the rabbit boy and his musical blender because i like like i, I don't i don't know it, 
Phineas and Ferb, we've talked about, have very distinctive head shapes and very distinctive silhouettes that, you know, how could this be anything but these two? Uh, and then it turns out to be a rabbit and a blender, which, which the, the fact that, that Ferb's outline is the same outline as a blender is, is a very good, <laughs> very good bit. Where did they come up with this stuff? Oh my gosh. Like these genius writers, I'm obsessed yeah. Do we ever get to see uh, Rabbit Boy and Blender? I am Googling that right now. I hope we uh, do. Like, yeah, that was like my favorite one-off joke. So They they do, spoiler alert, end up winning the, the contest at the end of the episode. The the next super American pop teen idol star. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but do they ever make a return? I don't know. Debut appearance, flop stars, final appearance, roller coaster the musical, voiced by John Fairley Mike. They make four appearances. And they only have their first speaking role is in oh there you are Perry, they're in Summer Vacation Summarizer, and then Roller Coaster the Musical they have a cameo and they get mentioned in the Klimpaloon Ultimatum. There you go. So it looks it looks like the next time we see them is is sometime in the middle of season two, uh, and I I for one am excited. I'm, Me too. I'm looking forward to seeing them again. And Kate is the biggest Marty the Rabbit Boy stand so. Uh, Tweeted her all the Marty the Rabbit Boy. I images. love him. I love him. Yes. I'm a big fan. Um, but I I was obsessed because I did not remember Marty the Rabbit Boy. Am I the only one who did not? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I remembered it, I think. Okay. Yeah. I know it wasn't Phineas and Ferb, but I just didn't know who it was, and I was not mm. expecting Marty the Rabbit Boy. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. A few weeks later, we welcome the first of Will's brothers to appear on the podcast, Nathan Davis. And we started talking about Doofenshmirtz and his tragic anime backstories, as Navi likes to call them. And in this episode, Raging Bully or Lights Candace Action, I don't remember which one, uh, Nathan has this theory about Doofenshmirtz and his birth and why his parents didn't even show up to his own birth. So let's listen to Nathan's theory. My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, and then we get into Doofenshmirtz's uh, uh, tragic anime backstory. Um, does anyone want to go into this one? Nathan, you said you oh, had boy. thoughts on it. So why oh, don't you boy. go into I it? I have a lot of thoughts on it. Okay. So, so he, he talks about um, how all of his birthdays in his life have just been terrible. Um, most notably that his parents don't even show up to his own birth. That was my favorite part. I cackled. That's what I thought talking. you were said he was going to be Jesus. Because I was like, is he an immaculate conception? But then I'm like, wait, but there's no mother. Like This, this has got to be the number one backstory just for, just for this one joke. That his parents didn't show his, up to yeah. his birth. But, but so anyways, the, the fact that his parents did not show up to his birth just got me thinking. So... If I may, we're we're going down the rabbit hole. Here. Okay, go so go for it. So so I I looked it up on on the wiki, um, on the Phineas and Ferb wiki. Um, it was not updated since like the show had premiered. So um, the show came out in two thousand seven, and according to this wiki, Doofenshmirtz is forty seven at the time. I am. Um, so, okay, I did not expect that. Yeah, I I don't know how we got there, but that's what it said. So, so you do the math there, 
that would mean he was born in about 1960, so, somewhere around there. And so then I also thought his mother giving birth to him in 1960, because whenever, whenever they show his parents not being at the hospital, you clearly see that his distinct triangle-shaped head is, is still intact. He, he has that very prominent jawline. And I was also thinking that that could not be comfortable for a mother to be given birth to. A, a big, <laughs> yeah, that sounds painful. A, a big triangle head to be coming, coming out of his mother. Um, so I figured he, he probably was birthed via C-section, um, assuming that that is a thing at the time. So then I looked that up and the average cost is somewhere from eight to $15,000. Okay. And that is a lot of money, which his parents clearly do not have based on all the other backstories. They're very poor. They, they can't afford hardly anything. Maybe Drusselstein has universal health care. That would be true. <laughs> they're, they're, Maybe it's like Canada where like way you don't have to pay to like give birth. But I mean Sorry like, to interrupt. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But I I was just thinking that it, it she was literally trying to put a triangle shaped square a, a triangle shaped block through a very small round hole. And that that's just not going to work. So get, given the amount of pain that she went through and the amount of money it probably would cost for her to stay in the hospital like this, they probably just pieced out. Like, this baby is born. We're out of here. We can't spend any more money. The, this baby has caused me enough trouble. That's a theory. So, I so don't know. She, she is just not there for the birth. She, she is out. Peace yeah. out. Deuce. Also, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, was just... Oh, go ahead. No, kid. go ahead. I was gonna say he was a very sentient being if he was there and like remembers that his parents weren't there. Yeah, it's like like I I I'm guessing like most people remember nothing about the day I was born. Um, <laughs> it's where I, like I don't know maybe this yourself, is maybe this is apocryphal. <laughs> maybe it's like he he's known to hate his brother, his brother Roger Doofenshmirtz. Maybe this is a story where like. Roger told him that nobody was there when he was born, and like, like how how the all the jokes where like kids telling their their younger siblings that they're adopted or something. Maybe it's like that. Maybe it was like, and I don't I don't know if Roger is older or younger. Roger's Maybe the raging is, bully, if that's the case. Um, but I don't know. I don't like. It, there's so much to question about the logistics here. We can just agree that Doofenshmirtz had a toxic home life. Like, and really I, did. I, I I feel for him, but that does not excuse the. Uh, we'll get to it, but they innate are naming and yeah. So all 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 of, all of that is is like only like the first sentence of his tragic backstory. He yeah. talks about how uh you know when whenever he's five years old, by the age of five, he has to start planning his own surprise parties. Uh, and he's at this party at uh, at Gunther Goat Cheeses, which is which is like the, the <laughs> Brusselstein version of Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, um, yeah. And with Chicago Go like, uh, Chicago oh. Joe. Yeah, it's, it's all all his favorite characters. You've got Count Wolfgang. You've got Betty the She Boar. You've got Rat Putin. 
And you've got the Lyskins, Olga, and Chicago Joe. For these and Chicago Joe shows up in the next episode. Bo- both of them do. Both, oh, they do? Both Olga and Chicago they, Joe they come back. Can I just say that animatronics are ugly as hell and they oh, deserve they to die? They are creepy. They're, How dare you I talk mean, about my friends, the small world children? <laughs> they literally made a video game about how terrifying animatronics are. Yeah, I, I guess I, maybe that's the next sequel to Five Nights at Freddy's. Is yeah. Five Nights at Gunther Goat Cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. A few weeks after that, we welcome our first and currently only three time guest. Naomi Calhoun, for her very first appearance on the What You Doin' Pod, she talked about Peter the Panda and how he looked like a sleep paralysis demon. But we also got talking about who our animal nemesis were. And this is that conversation. Enjoy. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Uh, so, speaking of people who deserve the world, Harry the Platypus. Uh, well, I'm in the wrong spot of my notes. <laughs> Okay, Perry the Platypus. Perry the Platypus shows up to to uh, like Doofenshmirtz's rooftop pool, but he's somehow like in a scuba suit in the rooftop. Pool. Yeah, wouldn't he get into that? Also, he's a semi-aquatic mammal. He can swim. He doesn't need a scuba suit. Doesn't need the suit. Can he can he breathe underwater? That's that's another question. Probably not. I guess he's a mammal. Um. So so he he walks in on on Doofenshmirtz. And he, he can like see through the window. He's he's fighting with somebody, uh, and and he walks in and and there's something going on in the closet. Doofenshmirtz says it's just mice, um, but but we find out that it's it's Peter the Panda. Peter the Panda is the one fighting with Doctor Doofenshmirtz, and he is hiding in the closet. Or scandal. It's scandalous. Like what is more scandalous if Doofenshmirtz had an affair? With like a uh, like with his wife when they were married, or this? Definitely this. This is mm-hmm. yeah. And then I, I I think you can. They're definitely like treating this as if it were something like that, as if it were for some kind of like like uh, marital infidelity or something like that. Um, that that you, Doofenshmirtz says like. Oh, we're we're not enemies. We're just really bad friends. Me and me and Peter the Panda. And then he has the the mark on his face. And but I can't help but stand Peter the Panda because he's so freaking adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> it, it, it all matters to me whether or not Peter the Panda realizes that he's being a homewrecker. <laughs> I think he does. I think we see later in the episode that Peter the Panda doesn't give a fuck, and he's ready to fuck somebody up. Maybe I really I- should stop standing Peter the Panda because, like, he's problematic. Like, he's aware of it. Like, it's not. It's not fair if Peter the Panda didn't know that he was intruding on something. Then that would be all Doofenshmirtz's fault. But Peter the Panda is definitely aware of the situation. Like, maybe I need to re re-examine myself. I just think Peter and- the Panda is creepy. I mean, what? He's adorable. Here's the thing. He's adorable. I do like him, but he's also very creepy. Do you want to say what you said in the pre-show? Oh, that he looks like a sleep paralysis demon. That's what he looks like. Like you're you wait you you're in sleep paralysis and you look in the corner of your room and Peter the Panda is standing there in his little fedora, and then he just like blinks his tiny little beady eyes at you and you freak out. Uh, this is why I mean. 
the fact that he doesn't have a mouth, I think, is is what makes it so much creepier. The, the uncanny there's valley. There's no of it expression. All. You can't see any expression on his face. But also, this is what happens with Ferb a lot. I feel like Ferb has a very, very small mouth, and so Ferb is just like dead in the eyes, staring all the time. <laughs> I feel like Peter the Panda would win Big Brother Canada because he gives me sociopath vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Since he doesn't have a mouth, like you can't read him. He's probably like, it's just silent there. And then, I don't know. Actually, I take it back. Peter the Panda's not a sociopath, but he's a homewrecker. Definitely. Uh, if you uh, had so- a nemesis, wait, sorry. I think this was not to steal a feedback question, but this, if you had an nemesis and it had to be an animal and it, they had to be an alliteration, what would your nemesis be? Ooh. I think, hmm. A lot of dead air here. Tomas the tree frog. Ooh, a wow, tree you're frog. Gonna find, you're going to get fucked up by a tree frog because here's the other thing. When you're picking your nemesis, they're winning. Like, yeah. Because mm. as we saw, they're always powerful. I, I think I would go with um, with um, Wallace the wombat. I'd just fight a wombat every day. You mean Josh Wiggler? No. <laughs> I liked wombats in high school before it was a Wiggler thing. And I respect, full respect, I want a Wiggler's wombat hat. But I loved wombats, uh, and they're very cute, and I think they would look very cute in a little fedora. What about Geraldine the giraffe? Giraffes will fuck you giraffe? up. I would. Oh, giraffes! That's like almost up there with kangaroos. Yeah, no. Where not. they hit uh, each other with their necks. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Gibby the guppy. Gibby the guppy. When I was when I was little, I was I was into the idea of chinchillas. I think like Chester the chinchilla would be very yeah. funny. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. So we got Willie the Walrus, not Willie the Walrus, Waluigi the Wombat, whatever you named him. <laughs> Waluigi, Waluigi the Wombat's pretty good though. <laughs> and then Chester the, not Chester the Cheeto, uh, Chester the Chinchilla. <laughs> I gotta think of a better one. Oh, no, a monkey would fuck me up. Um, what about like a hamster? No, hamsters are dangerous. They would, they, they would like, they would crawl there were very many episodes ahead but hamsters in your pants come on no squirrels, squirrels in your pants no i know but oh, what about a squirrel but, Ooh, no maybe a chipmunk no but mm. you already took a sea animal i wanna i wanna navi you got any well i was gonna say something like beatrix the butterfly but i think that's more for poly calafiari than for me <laughs> what about um jimmy the jellyfish he could sting uh, me. Ooh. We yeah, they're so cute. See- ooh, ooh. Uh, uh, Serenity the seahorse. <laughs> there we go. I found mine. Found mine. And then yeah. Navi is, what'd you say? You just said it. Oh. Beatrix the butterfly. Beatrix the butterfly. There we go. There That's going to be, that could be our new logo. We can make our little, no, it's this as our mascots. Sorry for interrupting you, Will. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That, that, this podcast is all interruption. That's, that's, that's what we do here. Yeah. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. All interruptions and all tangents, William, get it right. Anyways, we move forward to another multiple appearance guest. Jay Debro joined us for uh, a Tim Curry special, uh, Hard Day's Night and I, Robot. And not only did they bring us a game, which was a lot of fun, not only did we record our longest podcast of three hours, which was insane and still is to this day. I don't know how we did that. 
But we started talking about uh, the Anthony tweet that Jay loves. So listen to that clip. My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. So I think Perry is trying to get info on all these evil people um, to report back so that they can have more inside scoop. I think he's being more of a traditional spy in that case. Mm -hmm. um, but he runs into Doofenshmirtz and it turns out that Doofenshmirtz is Dr. Wexler's like biggest fan. Um, and the fact that like Perry has this exasperation on his face while wearing the cutest disguise I've ever seen. Um, and just watching the frustration build up inside of a small, cute platypus brought me mm -hmm. so much joy. Maybe this is why he, he ditches the costume kind of early. Yeah. Also, missed opportunity for, like, 007 parallels, I think. Very much maybe, so. Maybe we get it in the in the next uh, England episode. I think Something to look out yeah. for, for sure. Um, I just love that it's the simple things in life that bring uh, Jay pleasure listen we don't need to like have any like political jokes although i make those too like you can just tweet the word anthony and i will <laughs> laugh so hard that i'm like crying and i wish that was a joke um you can laugh if you would like but it's not a joke um when i heard about nicole sister nino's son tweeting from her account just his own name <laughs> for some reason that was the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life and um i still laugh about it and it's been a month a little more and it's funny my name is Doof, and you'll do what i say next up we have a clip from the great michael j clark when he joined us to discuss the first episode of phineas and ferb he ever watched and we asked him about his takes on the show as a whole and will throws out Question, why did you start on this episode, basically? So let's hear MJC's hilarious reaction to Will's question. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. MJC, what did you know about Phineas and Ferb besides the fact that we had a podcast? Like, and you listened to Renab, so they discussed it, obviously. So what was your impression coming in before, like, and then what was your impression coming out? Well, yeah. that's an assumption that I got to that part in the Renap episode. It didn't just stop <laughs> after I heard uh, my friend TTN talk about iCarly. Um, so <laughs> I know, all I know about Phineas is that uh, he is Billie Eilish's brother. Um, <laughs> Wait, Vincent Martell is Billie Eilish's I know, brother? I know. I knew nothing about uh, the, the Phineas and the Ferb. Um, you you kind of gave me like cliff notes, Felipe, over Clubhouse um, a couple of days ago that you were trying to convince Kalish to start watching. Uh, and I was saying, you don't have to, and having never watched an episode. So I'm just being a troll. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my long way of saying that I, 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 I couldn't, pick these characters out of a lineup uh it really <laughs> just like wasn't it it, it like it, it was never a cultural moment for me mm -hmm. this show and so, so it, it, it missed me so you're really you're really out of your element not only podcasting about a show you've never seen but also podcasting about episode 11 and not, <laughs> I mean, and not like, not the first episode of a guys, show guys like this isn't fucking bad <laughs> men like right, right of course <laughs> I could do 
like episode 35 of Rugrats and get the gist. Like, oh no, like I, I haven't watched the first eight episodes of Hey Arnold. I can't talk about episode nine. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two brothers, they have a sister who like isn't as annoying as the show like depicts her. Like, I'm sure she's like just a normal person, but like, oh my God, she's so annoying. Uh, and uh, a, a, a little... Uh, um, uh, an animal that is is secretly, uh, you know, a, a, a superhero saving the world. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Next up, we welcome Jacob to the podcast to talk about Ballad of Badbeard, and it's a mud, 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 mud world. I don't know if I said enough muds. There's a lot of muds in that episode title. So we welcomed him on to talk about that. And then we get into the story of how, when I was younger, I used to confuse the director of the Harry Potter movies, Chris Columbus, with Christopher Nolan. And because I was not thinking about what I was saying, it sounded very different and made a couple people's evenings that night uh, with my confusion. So let's listen to the clip. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Who, who, who supervised this shit? So in canon, this takes place the day after the Bigfoot episode. Okay, that's what I assumed. Uh, I'm like, why would they go twice? Yeah, they they've um, Dan Pavelmeyer has said that the the story is not being told strictly chronologically, uh, and and this episode does take place immediately after the other camping. Episode. Okay, thank you. That makes it's sense. just it's just like another Christopher Nolan film, Memento, where things are told <laughs> out of order. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb and uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, uh, two very similar props. Can I tell you a funny story? I used to think Christopher Nolan and Christopher Columbus. Not, not, no. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. What? Is Christopher Columbus what? the name of the director of the first Harry Potter movie? That that man. I don't. Mm. It wasn't Christopher I, Nolan. I think. I think his name might just be Chris Columbus. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I think it's just Chris Columbus. His name is definitely first, Christopher Columbus. At first, I thought you were gonna tell me that you thought Christopher Nolan sailed the ocean blue in 1492. <laughs> yeah, that's no. No, even though that's not what you meant, that's still the best part of my entire week was thinking that for a few (laughs) minutes or seconds. Oh, he might just be Chris Columbus. Maybe yeah, it's Chris Columbus. But yeah, I used to think he and Christopher Nolan were the same guy. But yeah, maybe Christopher Nolan also sailed the ocean blue with the no. That wasn't the Nina the Prince and the Santa Maria. That was something else, right? No, same thing. I was confusing with that. I, don't, I never remember if that was that or was that the Mayflower, but because I remember the pilgrims were so, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, the Mayflower is the pilgrims. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, uh, Jacob, did you ever think any film directors were historical figures? Just, just curiosity. <laughs> what a shot in the dark. No, I've never thought that. I'm sorry I can't continue the bit, but that would be weird. Has anyone you else don't on think this Greta call? Gerwig because... and Greta, Greta Thunberg were the same person? <laughs> Did you actually? Did you think? No, that I didn't age? think that, oh, but someone bad. else has asked that. Okay, the the someone five seconds, that. the five seconds that I thought that was another highlight of my week. This is fantastic. Yeah, but um, I thought James Cameron and British Prime Minister David Cameron were the same person. <laughs> yeah, uh, mistaken identity, so funny. <laughs> my name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. <laughs> The following episode, for due, we're getting the band back together. We welcome JCR, who was very much the poster child for why this podcast exists, because he brought it to Renap. So, JCR came on to talk about his favorite episode, due, we're getting the band back together. 
And we started talking about birthdays. And JCR has a very uh, recognizable date for his birthday. And he tells the story of how he could have been born on Friday the 13th or Valentine's Day. My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. But yeah. I, I have a similar story to, to your first story where, where my high school girlfriend, uh, I thought her birthday was June 18th. Uh, and and she was telling me her birthday was June 16th and like getting mad at me that I forgot her birthday on June 16th. Turns out her birthday was on June 18th and she was just gaslighting me and getting mad at me. Um, that's a whole separate thing. But uh, it's it's kind of the same story, but, yeah. but you know, plot twist. I'm not going right. to lie. Those like <laughs> day 13 to like 18 or 19 like those always get me confused like when someone has a birthday around that time it's like which one which one of the teens is it like they all rhyme yeah i would do know that it's not the 12th because caitlin's birthday is the 12th 12 doesn't rhyme and also now i can remember caitlin's birthday easier (laughs) like not that i had a trouble before but caitlin's birthday is november 12th the same day that disney plus launched (laughs) (laughs) um because i remember i remember wishing her birthday and checking it out when it launched Speaking of when things launched, uh, I, I saw on the on the Phineas and Ferb wiki, fun fact, that whenever the TV channel Disney XD launched, uh, this was the first episode to air on, on that show at midnight. On that this channel? Was the first thing to air on that channel, yeah. Wow. This, this episode? This episode was the first thing to air on that channel. That's iconic. We love that. Can I, say I forgot my mom's birthday once, but... Oh, please do say something controversial. Yeah. Uh, no, your birthday doesn't matter. That's my thing. No, it your doesn't. Birthday. Whoever you're, you listening right now, your birthday doesn't matter. And for you to expect other people to remember it is rude and inconsiderate. That's what Facebook is for. Maybe it's the great. only good thing Facebook has ever done is tell me when my friends' birthdays are. Yeah. No. Okay. Who cares? And if you care that other people care, you're the a-hole. So my mom recently had a birthday and the whole week, after her birthday it was on a monday not this last monday but the monday previously um and monday we made it all about her but then the next few days she's like you have to be nice to me it's my birthday week i'm like excuse you like i'm gonna be nice to you regardless but birthday weeks don't exist they are just a capitalist decision made by hallmark that's that's my theory what about those birthday month people oh no oh my god those are the (laughs) worst my birthday year so you guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. JCR, when, your birthday is mid-February, right? Yeah. So, and this is probably like a a a, a thing in and itself. So I'm I'm a Valentine's Day baby. Okay. So it's like no one forgets my birthday, but also no one cares about my birthday. So it's like, overshadowed. It's overshadowed, but like it's not like anyone's gonna forget it. So I do, I don't have that experience of like people like no one's gonna be like once once you remember that my birthday is on Valentine's Day, it's always just oh Jason's Valentine's Day birthday. And you're wearing so pink to celebrate your birthday. I wore pink. I was almost your I birthday was, year. I was an hour and like forty minutes uh into the day, and if I was born like two hours earlier, I would have been Friday the Thirteenth baby mm. named Jason. Mm. That, in my eyes, is way better. That's so much cooler. So now you you hold that you like have that giant regret and you blame yourself every day constantly for not showing up two hours earlier. Yeah, I was late then. 
<laughs> and I so haven't it's, been it's, on time since. It sounds like what you're saying is if, if your birthday can't be important, nobody's birthday can be important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. See, people, uh, I always, like, want people to forget my birthday because I want them to know that it doesn't matter. But mm. They never do. Like, I want, I want everyone to know that it's okay. You don't have to remember anyone's birthday. But everyone remembers my birthday. Yeah. Not because they, like, love me more. Just because it's convenient. See, people who have, like, memorable birthdays, like, yours is Valentine's Day, Caitlin's is uh, Disney Plus Day, um, and Jacob's is... Uh, the two big holidays. May the 4th be with you day. <laughs> um, those are memorable to me. But then, like, Will and Navi are, like, I want to say May 2nd and May 14th or something. No? But, like... May 4th and May 18th? It's a different team. Uh, 16. Okay, see... But it doesn't matter. It's not important. And Navi is also in May, so all these May days, I just remember you're all Tauruses, as Navi would say. Yeah, I'm a Tauros. Um, (laughs) The only reason why I remember my birthday uh, as often as they have is because, like, people keep on telling me about, like, my chart or okay. inquiring about my mm. charts so that's the only reason why i know otherwise i probably would have forgotten too like i don't remember like i d- i just never cared about my birthday yeah. so my godfather has forgotten his birthday maybe multiple times at least once like he has forgotten his own birthday and then someone wished him happy birthday he's like oh it was like 8 30 p.m too mm. that's the story um, that's the rule though if you don't remember you don't get older oh. or if you have a birthday he, he almost he almost made it through yeah if, if you have a birthday during the pandemic, you also don't get older. Must be nice. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. The next guest we had on was the great AJ Norris. Now, if you know AJ, you know his name is synonymous with shenanigans. So during the musical break, which we usually... Secrets, we're all friends here. Uh, we usually just go straight into recording the next part. We just pause for like 10 seconds. But that night, we paused for over an hour because AJ, I'll tell the story in the clip, but AJ had a hot dog, and we had to talk about the long, hour-long musical break. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. And we are back. What a, what's, those are some bops, if I do say so myself. The, Navi. The, the thing that's going to be lost on this podcast is that you know, the listeners got to hear the Flying Fishmonger song, uh, and it didn't take them an hour. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, we were on break. It took me a second. We, 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 everyone was like, I got to go do something. Except AJ, he was like, I, I want to stay and talk with y'all. 45 minutes later, she's like, uh, right before we're going to start recording again, AJ's like, well, let me go get a hot dog real quick. <laughs> It was, a, it was a fun break. It was it a fun was. break. They, they missed out on the hour. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll it, put some post-credit scene of the, of the funniest lo- moments you missed. Like, they genuinely missed out on gold. <laughs> they did. They did. But That was a trip. Like, Blake Shelton, y'all missed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody tell me. Somebody tell me. In, in what world is he the sexiest man alive? How many people died that year and left him the how how many people had to leave him the king of the blind? Will said everyone had to die. Yeah. <laughs> like just one year. A lot of people had to. He's like a good portion of people had to die for this to happen. 
I don't know. I don't know who's voting on this. Uh, Obviously not people with taste. I was gonna say they don't have taste. No. Yeah. It was only Gwen Stefani voted. <laughs> and even she only voted her wrong. Vote mattered. <laughs> he said she voted wrong. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I'm Mark Blake Shelton. I, I made a mistake. Can I change it? Nope. Rules are rules. Probably people Already who have in. stock in the voice as well. And the uh, voice. Who people has stock in the, the voice? voice? Do they? People still watch the voice. Is what I want to know. Do they? Like, did people ever watch The Voice? <laughs> people did. Yeah. Who has gotten famous out of that show? Nobody. Can I tell you? Uh, Cassidy Pope. That's the only one. I don't know. Who Can I is. tell you somebody who just randomly pops up in my head every now and then and just popped up in my head like this past week for the first time in like a year? This this could be genuinely someone y'all never heard of. Oh, okay. Um, Lisa Agnes. Do y'all know who this woman is? Lisa Agnes. No. She was, I don't she was on America's Got Talent. She was an opera singer. Um, she made it to the finals before she was eliminated, and there was rumors that she was having an affair with Nick Cannon. Oh, what's her name? Lisa Agnes. L Y S space A G N E S. L Y S. Wait, spell one more. L L Y S A G N E S. Lisa Agnes. The the only thing I know about uh the voice is. The, in, I think it was like season three of The Voice. It was something early on in The Voice. Uh, Cupid, the guy who sings the Cupid the Shuffle. Cupid the he what? Went, he, Cupid went on to The Voice. And the lies. His whole, story, his whole story is like, uh, man, I got to prove that I'm more than just the Cupid Shuffle. And then he sang the Cupid I'm act, Shuffle. I'm actually a good singer. There's more to me than just this one song that defines me. And then he goes out there and he sings the Cupid <laughs> Shuffle. And nobody turns, turns right? around. Do he didn't get a turn, right? Oh no, nobody turned. Around. He was singing. Who turns to down, down? Around? Do your dance, do your dance. Who turns around to that? Who yeah, turns? I don't know. They're, They're not turning to the, right, to the 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 right. So stupid. Now kick, kick, now kick, now kick, and now walk it by yourself. Why aren't your turns turning? <laughs> No, that was the same season that Jordan Pruitt was on, I believe. Um, yeah, from the Jump In soundtrack. Jump mm. to the rhythm and dash to the... Hey! <laughs> okay! Yeah. Oh, I see you, so, I see you. Um, there was a season that Kaylee Cuoco, her sister, was on. No, we don't need to get Pickles, too deep the into the voice. <laughs> we've, we've, already, we've already broke for an hour. <laughs> We've got to talk about this. This could have been in our break. Like, why did you start it back up, Felipe? <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh, well then. It was Will who was talking about Blake Shelton. Anyways, now well, I did bring it up. Upset. Tell us what like, happened. Would you like, would you like to start over? <laughs> like, bring it again for the start? No, <laughs> no. We can leave this in. The people need to know the truth. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. <laughs> the world definitely needed to hear that, so I'm glad we cut that in. Uh, AJ is hilarious, as are all these podcasters that joined us over the course of this first year of podcasting, including our next guest. Touchdown Tommy joined us to talk about corn dogs in Phineas and Ferb Get Busted. Now that episode gave us name for our listeners, the corn dogs, gave us our signature end tag. But in this clip, we asked, what is the best thing to put on a corn dog? And Tommy, a ranch lover, gives his answer, as do the three of us as well. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Uh, and then, and then Candace starts crying. She's like, you know, I've, I've always been proud to be your sister. 
I'm so sorry this happened. I love you, brothers. Uh, and this is kind of where everything goes off the rails after this. Mm-hmm. Very everything much. Is wild. Uh, so the drill sergeant shows up. I do appreciate that she put the helmets back on them because I was getting sick of Phineas's yeah. head. Yeah, that, that was the best thing about the helmets was, was that we got their regular haircuts back. Yeah. Um, so the drill sergeant shows up and they're about to get like caught and everything. But then uh, Perry and Dr. Doofenshmirtz come up out of the ground and they're fighting on like a giant robotic spider. Uh, it looked kind of like the thing from uh, The Incredibles. Yeah. Also mixed with a, a little bit from Big Hero 6. The, or was it Ooh, Big Hero yeah. 6? Am I thinking of Big Hero 6 or am I thinking of Into the Spider-Verse with the uh, spider? Ooh. I think that's, that's the... That's Into the, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Penny Parker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so, Harry and Doofenshmirtz are fighting on this robotic spider. So the, the sergeant gets knocked off the cliff. And then uh, Phineas and Ferber juggling corn dogs, singing "Corn Dog, Corn Dog, Yummy, Yummy, Yummy." <laughs> this had me rolling. It's so random. <laughs> the corn dog bit it. I, honestly, I really want a corn dog now because of this. Yes, corn dog. Uh, I believe corn dogs are in the bracket, the food bracket that Tommy created, right? Mm. I do believe corn dogs are on the list, but yeah, Tommy. It's so yeah. Have you ever eaten a corn dog with ranch? Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm a big fan of corn dog and ranch. I am a big corn dog and ranch. I am a big corn dog and mustard. I am a big corn dog, mustard, and ranch. Mm. Well. Where's the respect on honey mustard? I'm sorry. Mm. What? Tommy doesn't like honey mustard. He likes ranch. It's fine. Yeah, um, I don't like regular mustard. I think I think yellow mustard is disgusting. I like them only on hot dogs. I don't like them on my burger. Actually, no, that's a lie. If it's like a McDonald's burger, then I'll eat the mustard. I I like a honey mustard. I like a deli mustard most of the time. What's a deli mustard? Is that like the, the Dijon mustard? Or yeah, like a Dijon mean? or like a spicy brown mustard. Mm. Something that's more like coarse. Uh, a gray poupon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what's the, the stone... I like the ones with like the little like beads of mustard. Yeah, in there. those are so good. Those those are good on a sandwich. But but like regular like French's yellow mustard, I'm not a big fan of. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. So Tommy loves Great Papa, and Naomi loves Roller Derby, or so I thought. Um, I let's just listen to a clip so you can hear Naomi tell us about her thoughts on Roller Derby. My name is Doof. You'll do what I say. I mean, you do have Kermit enter. I feel like you are the the personification of Kermit and Miss Piggy's love child. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm like like if Miss Piggy cheated on Kermit with Fozzie Bear, that <laughs> child. Waka waka. Well, I, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, we're here to talk about Phineas and Ferb Crack That Whip and The Best Lazy Day Ever, two episodes that Naomi needed to be on for. Um, She was like, bring me back. But Naomi, what's it like being the first two-time guest? Oh, I am? Hell yeah. Suck it, Jason Curtis Rivera. Um, No, I'm... (laughs) I'm really excited, although I, I was saying this before we started... Felipe sends me a list. He says, 
these are the episodes that are upcoming. What do you want to be on? And I said, well, what do you think I should be on? What do you, what, what do the fans need to have Naomi's opinion on? And he sent this episode. And as we learned, Felipe said, I thought you would have some roller derby opinions. Never once <laughs> have I said to Felipe, Oh, yes, in my roller derby days, never once have I said, yes, when I played roller derby, because I've never fucking played roller derby. I don't do roller derby. I have people in my life who do roller derby, but I don't show up to their fucking events. No, Felipe, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really invested in my boyfriend's sister's roller derby team. What a fucking, (laughs) what a dumb choice this was. But I'm really happy to be here. Like it's, it, I, I'm always happy to watch an episode of Phineas and Ferb. This episode felt like maybe, uh, you know, it's this felt like a mid-season moment, you know. But See, I, I'm glad to be here with, with at the very least, Navi and Will. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. See, I, now I want to spin it that Naomi seems like the type that would have elderly beef when she's 70 years old with some other woman from her from her 20s and be like listen we got to settle the score with our grandchildren let's get our ch- uh, grandchildren involved so I feel like that's kind of your energy right um yeah I've, I've said to I've said to Danny before that like you know when you see like a grandma on TikTok who's like hey fuck you like that's what I want to be when I grow up I want to have like a scooter to hit kids with um <laughs> So, yes, I do think I, like, I definitely identify with, like, the sort of uh, go get them grandma type. Um, certainly, it's a life goal to, to reach that point and be able to, like, I always said also that, like, I, when I get, like, 60 or 70, I want to just start doing, like, uh, like background work as, like, an actor. Like, I want to do, like, old people work and be, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll say fuck. I'll say fuck on TV. Like, I don't, like, you know, I'm, like, 70. I have no boundaries. Like, I'll be that person because you know there's always that like inappropriate like grandma in a movie right and you're like yeah. this bitch is hilarious so, yeah my name is doof and you'll do what i say <laughs> the next week we welcome the great nicole horn TikTok nicole if you're nasty to the podcast to talk about many things including her love of norm but among those topics that we broached was code lyoko now for some context if you don't know me hi i'm also the host of the brazilian dragon podcast network and we did, for episode 50 on that network, a theme song bracket for Zillennial theme songs. And in that bracket was the Tho- Code Lyoko theme song. And Navi has been throwing hands ever since it made it into the bracket, despite the fact that it is a bop. Unequivocally, a bop. So, Nicole brought it up, um, or Navi brought it up, someone brought it up, and Nicole had some theorizing about um, the identity of Code Lyoko fans. So let's listen to that clip, because it's... One of my favorite moments. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Sorry, I checked my phone for one second and have no idea how to organically bring the conversation back. That's the, the social media is poisoning our brains. Nobody ever at me ever again. This mm-hmm. is what happens. I deleted brain social thought. media from my phone. It, it's honestly been like stressful at times because I'm like, I need. I feel like I, I have need to tweet. Messages. I have an in- yeah. insane compulsion to tweet at all times. I'm gonna, it, I can't do it right now because then I'll get distracted again. Um, that said, uh, I did have a. Oh yes, I did love the moment where the the squad like teamed up, did their little superhero doorbell ring, and they all got on their little devices. It gave me big Code Lyoko vibes. 
Not code Leo. Go. <laughs> not, not again. Hey, not again. Code Leo. Go non-binary. <laughs> code Leo is not a name of a character. <laughs> so, so yes. <laughs> Lyoko is the location. Okay. Oh, Lyoko is genderless. And and is and and does Lyoko have a gender? It sounds like no. I mean, <laughs> happy bride. <laughs> Nicole just thought of the five heads and was like, "I need to ask some questions." Anyways, but yes, Lyoko an iconic show that can be our next podcast series Not i'm willing to give code lyoko another chance i know i've like shit on it multiple times but yes. i'm willing to give it another Start go code lyoko is a great show you know who agrees with me aj norris so aj listen to this podcast and then let's get the movement started once we convince Jacob, then we get the ball rolling. Like so Candace. I can't tweet if you liked Code Lyoko as a child. You're non-binary now. I mean, you would probably get canceled. <laughs> no, because I feel like it's a show. <laughs> I, I feel like it was a show for both genders, though. Okay, yes, it was. That was where I was trying to go with that. Thank you. Got it. Okay, yeah, I, I, should have, I should have sense. said that with my words instead of just choking through tears. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Code Lyoko, there's a chance you're non-binary now. All genders can appreciate Code Lyoko. That's the, magic the tweet. That's the tweet. Yes. Um. <laughs> Here we are going by to say that we love. If we give what we got, we can make it is, through. Is this the, the theme song that made the brackets? Yes. Ugh. The, okay, I stand by that the theme song is still trash. Well, how dare you, Navi? I should have just I'm sure the show is fine. <laughs> I just don't think the theme song's very good. Oh, it bobs. That's a, a song that you throw your ass to at the club. Nicole, you're uh, an expert on throwing your <laughs> ass, ass at the club. Yeah. And ask the yeah. uh, Yes, they, and you said you should keep saying it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree that the Code Lyoko theme song, you should throw your ass at <laughs> See, she can't even, fin- I feel like you can't throw your ass at that song. You can appreciate it. It was up against the Teen Titans theme song. Of course it was going to lose. It was going to lose, but I wasn't, like, if you put it against Clifford the Big Red Gentrifier, <laughs> like the bad Clifford theme song, not Clifford Puppy Days, because Clifford Puppy Days hits different, but you had to be there. You had to be there at the TV theme song bracket. Um, Mom, three listens away from 100 listens. Get to it. Wow. Okay. Okay, listens. Do you want me to re-listen to it and yes. then... And yell at you all on Twitter again? I listened to it on my own. I was like, I need the first podcast that I listened to with AirPods to be special. And I picked that one. Wait, that's so sweet. I'm going to go cry because I'll never peek past this moment. Mm-hmm. You're not going to cry because you're still in tears over your own question about Kotlioko? I literally am just walked into getting canceled. Honestly? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being curious. I'm just, I just keep asking questions, you know? It yes. comes from a place of love. Yes, we love that. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Now, speaking of non-binary people, see this transition that I'm doing? Uh, Jay Debro, 
the fantastic Jay Debro, uh, one of my favorite non-binary people in this earth, nay, multiverse. Let's be so bold as to say that they are iconic everywhere they go. They joined us to talk about their fear of Willem Dafoe. So, let's hear that clip. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. <laughs> Jay, for this minute alone, will you provide your social service degree, your social work degree? Um, I would love to have a session with this man. I also would love to know, like, do any of y'all have, like, out there fears that, like, oh. you're never probably going to encounter, but, like... Oh, see, mine I encounter, but uh, Will and Navi know this. Uh, old white man shoes. Oh, air monarchs. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yeah. old what man shoes? White man <laughs> Oh, you know what? That's understandable. They're ugly and they stink. Um, mine is fuck. Willem Dafoe. Oh. <laughs> Out, yeah, am that I? makes sense. I mean it. I I mean it with you all like my Spider-Man heart. Spider-Man 1? Um, that is the reason I have that fear. Okay. There's a That's scene where uh, Willem Dafoe, as the Green Goblin, talks to himself in the mirror, and the mirror yep. talks back. Um, and that, I think, I don't remember how old I was, but I wasn't yet 13. I tell the story very frequently, so my apologies if anyone has heard it before. But I wasn't quite 13, and the movie Spider-Man was PG-13. Um, and my brother's four years younger than me, about four years younger, and um, he came with us. It was the whole family. My brother, my mom, my dad, and myself. And because my brother and I weren't 13, I thought that PG-13 was a law. <laughs> and I thought we were going to get arrested. So I was already on edge. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought we were breaking the law. And then there was this terrifying man in a very ugly supervillain costume. Like, I, if you think about it in terms of, like, the supervillain costumes, Spider-Man... Toby Maguire era had some really terrifying villain outfits and very realistic like in terms of like I could see someone building this as opposed to overly cartoonish which mm -hmm. up until that point most superhero movies were a bit overly cartoonish and while you know the voice and the lines might have been overly goofy in some ways and like exaggerated I do think that his performance was just very chilling as a youngish child um and to this day willem dafoe there's something about a man who changes his name from william to willem simply to be different <laughs> that is unsettling and i think will that you would understand yeah i i didn't realize that his name was william i of, of all the ways you could abbreviate it or, or nickname it willem is is not the one i would choose it's not the one that i did choose yet I, I definitely relate to to like being afraid of breaking the rules in a movie theater. There was oh, I have never was, snuck anything in because I'm so scared. Well, there was there was a time when I was in high school, and I think I was 15, and all of my friends were 17, so they were like old enough to go see R-rated movies, and I was not. Um, and they were like, "Oh, just just uh, you know, buy a ticket for something else, and then walk into this theater with us." Um, and I was like so afraid to break the rules that all, all my friends went to go see a, a Final Destination movie and I was just sitting in the theater for G.I. Joe by myself. Are you going to see the new G.I. Joe's? Snake Eyes? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you won't, like, you'll be too embarrassed to go to another movie and then you'll be like, here, let me recreate history. At least you didn't see Teen Titans go to the movies twice. Hey, oh, that movie so. was, that was on my birthday that came out. 
Um, and then also, I just looked it up because even though I can't look at his face, I can read his Wikipedia <laughs> article. Willem Dafoe has a brother named Donald Dafoe, which just also seems sad because neither of them are Disney ducks. <laughs> um, and also, Willem was his childhood nickname because his family is from Wisconsin and put emphasis on the first syllable and less so on the second syllable in terms of enunciation. So they would call him Willem. So um, potential uh, spoilery leaks for uh, upcoming Is Willem Dafoe on Phineas and Ferb? I'm going to quit the No. <laughs> for a future MCU project, are you going to skip a potential MCU project if he's in it? Uh, is he in Doctor Strange? No. Which is one he going to be in the new Spider-Man? Like, Spider-Man? Uh, Am I allowed to curse? No way home? Yes. Oh, please do. do. Fuck! <laughs> we we actually we actually just got an email that says we're allowed to curse. My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. So this is a Spider-Man No Way Home safe space, so I cannot confirm nor deny if Willem Dafoe was in that movie, uh, because this is a spoiler-free zone. But what I can confirm is that AJ Norris joined us the very next week to talk about unfair science fair and unfair science fair redux. And AJ is always hilarious, so let's just throw it to the clip of uh, white people not washing their legs. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. And then it, it, it cuts to Candace. It's like, okay, here's what Candace was doing this day before while her brothers were building the, the portal to Mars. And, and Candace is like, uh, just wants to hang out with her friends. She's, you know, calling all her friends. None of them are answering at all. It's a voicemail. Uh, Jeremy's busy, Stacy's busy, Jenny's busy. Um, she, she does make a comment in there somewhere. She's like, uh, I haven't seen Jenny since the boys built a beach in the backyard. Yep. Which was like the last time she was on the show. Episode five or something. Yeah. And then she has it's all these friends that she hasn't seen since like kindergarten or the bus to summer camp. Yeah. So, so yeah. So this is, this is the important thing is, you know, she gets more and more desperate. It's it's like where, where like you've you've kind of got like tiers of friends that you want to hang out with. Like you have your best friends who like if I want to hang out with someone, I'm gonna call them first. I want to hang out with them. Navi, Will, and H are all in that tier for me. And then after that, it's like oh, if all of them are busy, then like oh, I guess I'll hang out with these other friends. That's like, I still for me. I still enjoy hanging out with them, but I'm I'm only gonna call them up if my other friends. Yeah, she how dare call- these people not be at Candace's beck and call 24-7? Yeah, so, so she calls a girl named Becky, and she's like, what at, good at, here. at Candace's Becky call, uh, <laughs> uh, and she, she says something like, uh, I know we haven't talked since kindergarten, uh, but she's also busy. And then... And this is this is why the the thing from the last episode was interesting. She calls a girl named Wendy, who she sat by at the planetarium. Wendy is the name of Brenda Song's character. Maybe it, maybe yeah. Wait, Brenda Song's play Wendy Wu in Wendy Wu's Homecoming Warrior. Yeah, I did a podcast on that movie with Andrea. Yeah, so it it's all we're all we're all full circle here on the Disney Channel. We're all in this together, baby. We love this. I like um, this. But the, so then she also calls her friend. <laughs> she calls her friend Clarissa from volleyball camp. Clarissa explains it all. Clarissa? Maybe. 
Uh, and then then she she calls some more friends, including um, the the little like roly polies uh, Olga and Chicago Joe. Yes. Uh, from from back from the Raging Bully episode and the um, uh, the director episode when she's a director. I think there were I think there were roly polies. They could have been like fleas or something. Yeah, I know um, I know what you're talking about. Wait a minute. I don't know if I know. Because you didn't listen to that podcast that week. I thought. How dare you, AJ, <laughs> not listen to the podcast? I thought Roly Poly was. At least listen else. to it too. Roly Poly Oli? Yeah, Roly Poly Oli yeah. is another thing. But Roly Polies, some people so, call them like pill bugs or something. That's what I. That was originally, that theme song was originally in the master list that I made. And then mm-hmm. I listened to that, and the theme song did not make the top 64. And I think that I it should have made it on. Like Lioko did. <laughs> no, Lioko is objectively a better theme song than the Roly Poly song. Will and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to Code Lioko's theme song. I'll give the show a shot, but the theme song, <laughs> man. Never forget Nicole Horn's question. <laughs> like, what was her Kodi question? Yoko. No, we cannot discuss this on air. You can listen to the podcast. We left it in. Okay. AJ, oh, they, that that's a great podcast episode. You definitely need to check it out. It was like two weeks ago. Uh, just just fact <laughs> fact checking fact checking myself here. Will from the not editing room. Uh, Olga and Chicago Joe are fleas. Uh, but so, so would you want to befriend a flea? No, probably like, certainly not. Well, like here's my, here, here's my thought maybe process. Maybe if you seen Chicago Joe, then maybe. I, well, uh, hold if on. you befriend a I, flea, then you have a flea that will um, vouch for you. So that way the other fleas will be like, listen, yo, yo, yo. So like, like, cool. Is this like I, the mosquito question? I did this whole thing where I, where I was looking it up to correct myself, only to misspeak. They're lice. <laughs> They're lice. <laughs> Not the lice. <laughs> I was, I was, I was reading the word lice, and I said the word flea. I would not befriend lice. I've never had lice. Uh, so uh, yeah, I would definitely not want to be friends with lice. Yeah, who who wants to be friends with lice? Obviously, kids who don't wash their hair well enough to that get lice, right? My least favorite thing on TikTok recently was finding out white people do not know how to wash. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> That was fun. that's like one of my the most infuriating the, things. The whole the whole deal about uh, I remember there being a huge deal on Twitter of like, uh, do you wash your legs in the shower? People yes. don't do that. I wash my legs in the shower. And it was it was it was, it was a lot of the whites who were like, uh, you know, what? I just Whoa, I just explain to people. Uh, well, they, <laughs> they say, oh, you know, I just. I just let the the water run down. You know, I use the soap on the problem areas, and then the water just kind of runs down on the legs. Well, and, you know. But, but that's what they say. That's what they say. Well, your people but, confuse me. They they also don't wash their feet. What? <laughs> I mean, the the water's gonna hit them anyway. Why do they need to scrub? So, Will, are you exposing yourself as uh, as these people? No, uh, no I, I I said they, meaning not me. I do wash my body, all of it. <laughs> Will is very and if you didn't before, you will now. <laughs> my name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Whoop, whoop.
a few weeks later, we welcomed the great Zach Muhammad to talk about uh, the F Games, a sports episode, and Comic Chameleon. Now, uh, as we all know, Zach loves Shaq. So Navi throws a question to him about Shaq, and we talk about the uh, TV show Shaq Versus. And so let's throw it back to that clip. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Uh, uh, any any last thoughts on this? Before? I think it was like a fine episode, not like top tier, not bottom tier. Like it was, it was replacement level. I had fun watching it. Yeah. Um, Navi or Zach? I had fun watching it, but like I said, I got way more notes on the second episode. There's a lot to get into there, I feel like, mm-hmm. <laughs> to unpack with the Comet Kermillion, even though I know y'all brought me on to be talking about the sports here very calvin ball-esque that's a perfect way to describe it the rules are random and make no sense it's like uh what's that show uh whose line is it anyways oh yeah what what they always say about the rules there so yeah there you go yeah i wanted to ask zach would you read 30 books on the f games (laughs) no i i I don't think i would i feel like i feel like even if i did read 30 books on the f games i still wouldn't be able to understand it so do you think Shaq would be good at the F games? Oh, or what? What like? Uh, sorry, I interrupted your Shaq. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Continue. Ask your question. I, well, I was gonna say, what professional athlete would be the best at the F games? Oh, I'd be the best at the F games. I'm the best <laughs> at every sport I play. Uh, ain't no question. Think of they would call me. Pipsqueak, is that you? No, I'm <laughs> well, yeah, it's Pipsqueak. I'm here and uh, <laughs> Did uh, deep cut, deep cut for the. Did you ever, did you ever watch the show Shaq versus? Yes, I did actually. That <laughs> that that show was fun. I would like that, to see a Shaq versus episode of him in the F games. Shaq versus Phineas and Ferb and Cal <laughs> in, in the F games. Who wins? Would that be oh. an RHAP rewind consideration, or is Ooh. that not? Like Shaq versus? I mean, I think yeah. it, I think Zach, it'd be get a good on it. one. I'd be down, but uh, I don't know. Shaq versus what's what's the best episode of Shaq versus? I remember there was an episode where he actually lost a game of horse to a football player, which is crazy. It's like because then the football player just Shaq famously cannot shoot outside of like three feet away from the basket, and the football Mm -hmm. player I think was Ben Roethlisberger. He just shot jump shots and was able to beat Shaq in a game of basketball. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's how I beat Shaq. (laughs) <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. There was one with uh, Missy May Trainer and Kerry Walsh Jennings, Albert Pujols. There's one oh, he wow. boxed against Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, I remember the Oscar De La Hoya one. Oh man, good throwback. Good times. Wow, what a throwback! Uh, wait, <laughs> I feel bad there for that. There was a Shaq no, versus Penn and Teller. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. A reference we can all appreciate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What did he verse them in? Like a show of magic? Like how would he verse Penn um, and Teller in something? It says, the big man attempts some hocus pocus with magicians <laughs> Penn and Teller. <laughs> the big man. I just like that <laughs> generic description for Shaq. In, in, the, in the whole show, Shaq went 2 and 12 and won. <laughs> he had one tie and lost 12 times. Poor won Shaq. Won only twice. Poor Shaq. And not even in basketball. Um, but yeah, if we if we don't have any final thoughts, we can take a quick musical break, listen to the F game song as well as the three R's by Mitchell Musso, and then we'll be right back to talk about Comic Chameleon. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Now, the very next week, we welcome the great Chappelle. You all know Chappelle, uh, tweeter extraordinaire, 
RHAP standout, and not one, but two stories from that podcast are now integral to the What You Do in Identity. So let's first go to Navi's story about the Hoochie Vet in fake Winnipeg. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Speaking of getting jumped, uh, Perry, <laughs> Perry the Platypus uh, comes in wearing like a like a veterinarian's veteran, yeah, veterinarian, not a veteran. Uh, the they're both vets. I just have vet written down. Uh, <laughs> I had to remember the long words. Uh, he's wearing the the little cone of shame that they give to dogs after they get fixed. Um, like um, Gina Marie have to wear that for a punishment one time. I was like, yes, you deserve to be shamed. Oh my gosh, they put that on a human? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you not see the Tommy Rocket costume? They put random stuff on humans all the time in that. That's house. true. That's true. Plus, it's Gina Marie, so it's debatable. Speaking of pets, we finally have a veterinarian in fake Winnipeg now after oh. like over like half a year of not having one. Because the previous vet was like, I don't know, I like to call her the Hoochie Vet. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> go on she kind of like would, was kind of a bitch and would like cheat on her uh significant others multiple times and like so everyone in town knew because they all knew each other but they didn't give a shit because she was also the vet and she would also overcharge anyone anyway she went on like a week-long like cocaine bender and well, like was just mia and like everyone all the pet owners were like hey we have appointments why isn't she here and she was like at home like coked out of her mind i need to move to <laughs> finnipeg there's like so much gossip there i feel like the fact that navi who has no pets knows all the drama yeah and then like afterwards like they're just like okay you are no longer in charge of this institution and then she just stopped practicing uh medicine for pets and then, like, over, like, half a year later, we finally got a veterinarian who wanted to show up here. So, yeah, that, oh. that was my story. Is she still in fake Winnipeg? Oh, yeah. She's still to there, too. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for, the, for the gossip. For the gossip. Me and Felipe are coming for the gossip. Yes. Who needs New York? We're going to one fake of, Winnipeg. One of my, yeah. my favorite things is, is getting in, like, small town gossip facebook pages of towns that i don't live in this town fake winnipeg like everyone is still basically like in high school and lives on facebook like their facebook page send us a link oh yeah there's so many (laughs) facebook pages like someone got kicked out of a facebook page so then they made their own facebook page and everyone also is a part of that facebook this sounds like the binge mode (laughs) facebook page Ooh, what's that What's the, the binge with mode the, was the a podcast uh, with uh, Jason Concepcion and Mallory Rubin, and then Jason left um, the podcast because uh, the Ringer has like drama. Um, but then there was like, I forget what the topic was. It was like something Wonder Woman, and then people were like, "Oh, we don't need to talk about like gender and like or I don't remember." There was some drama, and then like there was like tone policing and like just like policing in general of the group, and then people are like, "Let's start a new group with like no rules, no mods." <laughs> No rules, so, just right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A clandestine. Uh, a lot of people from the RHAP world are in the binge mode Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think many people move to the second group. Oh, uh, okay. I need to see what this is. The second group. I need to see what's going on. I'll here. just add Chappelle <laughs> to both groups and be like, yeah, Here, please if you want. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, actually, no, no. I, I do. I am curious about the Navi uh, 
Winnipeg uh, Facer group. I'll join that for like two days and then leave. Hashtag Hoochie Nurse. Hoochie Vet? <laughs> Was it Hoochie that's, Vet or Hoochie Nurse? Hoochie yeah. Hashtag for the episode. That's the episode yeah. hashtag. Hashtag Hoochie, Hoochie Vet. My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. So literally five minutes after Navi shared this story about the Hoochie Vet, Chappelle poses a question to Will specifically, but to all of us, about seeing students out in the wild. And Will has the story of when he was studying and saw a student and did an epic feat of physical activity. So let's listen to Will's story. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Uh, I do, so they, uh, well, sorry, well, Will, I have a question. I yeah. am a, in my real life, when I'm not podcasting, I'm a teacher, um, uh-huh. basically. And um, I have been in situations where I've left my home looking not like a teacher. Mm. And hoping that nobody sees me, and literally Were every you time. you studying? Sometimes, but sometimes it's just it raggedy. Like I bets. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm just being raggedy, and I need to go to like Walmart or something, you know. And it's just like I don't feel like getting dressed. I'm wearing my humble pie T-shirt and sweatpants or something. And uh-huh. every time, a student will see me. Every time, and it's the same exact reaction. It's oh my god. Oh. To Chappelle, like, no, go away. And they're like, let's take a picture. Like, get away from me. Get away from me, kids. And it happens every time. And then they like bring their parents over, like, this is my teacher. And then, like, clockwork on Facebook, I'm tagged in something. Mm-hmm. I'm like denying friend requests. So I get this. Does this happen to y'all? Have you ever just left the house looking bummy? And then, of course, someone walked up on you? Uh, I was I was about to ask if I've ever told the story on a podcast of a time I ran into a student in public. Uh, I don't think I have. Um, but, uh, so, so there was one day while I was, uh, in, in, it was about two and a half years ago. I was, I was teaching a bunch of freshmen, uh, college freshmen in, in calculus. And I, I was 22, 23, no, 23, 24, somewhere around there, uh, old enough to, to, uh, you know, partake in the social studying scene as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my friends were were hanging out at the 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 public studying centers, uh, reading many books, mm-hmm. um, uh, to the point where where uh, we may have been illiterate uh, by the end of the night. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm you know walking home to to my friend's car who who studied didn't study at all that night so they could drive the rest. Of well, the don't home. they know that reading is fine, especially when you got a library card? Right, like Arthur well, taught us. <laughs> we've we've got to have one person not study so we can True. get home safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were we were walking back to their car, and I was about to cross the street. Um, and I thought, uh, you know, in in my my well studied mind, I thought, you know, the fastest way to get across this street is if I run like Naruto across the street. <laughs> so I I. You know, did the little Naruto run across the street? It was, it Are was, you a drunk weeb? Um, <laughs> I I think I just like attention. I think that's it. I've never actually seen. Are you Naruto. sure you're not a fire just, sign? Um, oh, hold on. Are you wearing <laughs> don't, the headband? Don't drag the rest of us down with you, Felipe. <laughs> See, I I have never seen Naruto. I just know the run. Oh, so it, do I also it, need to convert you too? Uh, maybe. Is it know. more or less iconic than the Amanda Kimmel run? Ooh. I don't know the Amanda Kimmel run. It's pretty oh, we'll iconic. See it soon. 
You yeah. see, see it soon. Coming up on the countdown. Um, uh, I, so, I too so, have never seen Naruto either. So I just, but, but know I do run. know the run. Okay. I know the run. So I, I run like Naruto across the street and you know I make it across the street and it's fine. And I, I see a guy riding a bike on the street. And I, I look at him and he looks at me and I'm like, oh shit, this is one of my students. And he he, he kind of pulls up to me and he, he stops. And I was like, hey, and I, I point at him and I say, hey, this never happened. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he said, uh, you're right. It, it never happened because I also have been studying a lot and I'm riding a bike right now, which is kind of illegal. Um, so as, as far as we were concerned, it never happened until the end of the semester, they do that thing when, when you're in a college class, you get to throw oh, no. out a little evaluation about your professor. Just give me anxiety. Um, so oh, no. In, no, in, in, I get these evaluations back after the semester's over. And of course, they're all anonymous. But one of them says, like, uh, Will's a great teacher. Uh, he's got a really cool Naruto run. <laughs> oh, shit. That's perfect. So they, that. Yeah, that, that's my story of running into students. Imagine if that uh, wasn't him. Like some random student <laughs> wrote that. No, not random, but he just told everyone. It's, so like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a secret. Everyone yeah. knows it. Only one student was brave enough to put it on the review. He, he yeah. recorded it. and he's got It was no longer behind already. the secret. <laughs> but it's Barely probably on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Y'all have story. any good uh, uh, running into teachers outside of class stories? Not better than that. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. So Chappelle closed out season one of Phineas and Ferb, and then the next week we discussed season one as a whole in our feedback party. And then we drafted for a brand deal between season one and season two, and Will stole my pick. And I'm still upset, but he stole my pick. And this is that clip of when I threw hands. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Uh, Arm was is, almost picked by me. This is where I am. I am picking one off the board. Don't I am. Don't you dare! I am not picking someone on the board, and I Don't think this dare. one. I think this one's really gonna upset Felipe. Uh, imagine you're you're looking at the the draft picks, and and you see a silhouette. And it looks stop, like I'm stop. about to pick Phineas. Stop! No. But the the curtain opens. No. I'm taking Marty no. the Rabbit Boy and his musical blender. Did Jacob tell you? No, he didn't. I have I have my notes app of of some off the board picks uh, that I didn't mention. Stop! This is this is disrespectful. Marty I, the Rabbit Boy, baby. I've almost picked up last time, but I'm like he'll fall back for me. <laughs> I'm so upset. Following that, we did a full podcast for the brand steal with Sam Davis, William's brother, and our second Davis brother joining us besides William. So now we just need Tucker. Uh, we did a brand steal. Survivor, uh, Fletcher Finnepines, I think is what we called it. Bad name, great season. And we go to a tribal council that had us all shook. Let's go listen before I spoil the results. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. So let's go to tribal. I think it's going to be Django as well. So let's see. Buford plays the rocket idol. 
and Fur plays the Both mummy. Oh, So let's see. First vote. Ferb does not count. Does not count. Ferb does not count. Boom. Ferb does not count. Boom. Ferb does not count. Boom. Ferb. Oh my God! Why did they turn on Ferb so hard? Buford does not count. They both knew. Buford does not count. No. There's no vote. No vote. And no Bing. No Bing. Both idols count. Not only did Buford flip the tribe to his favor, but then their idols were both flush. Now we have either yeah, Belgi- both of Buford to oh, like he I had am- the plan. He had the plan and still played the idol in the majority. Yeah, that's 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 that's. I I did not give Buford idea. enough credit. Yeah, I am worried um, for Baljeet here because I have to suspect Baljeet was the one other. Buford yeah, Bal Baljeet was the one that's still aligned with Ferb, right? Yeah. I mean, well, they haven't explicitly said, but they did say they were getting close. So, yeah, I'm mm-hmm, feeling like yeah. it could be Belgian on this reboot. So let's yeah, see what I, happens with I the have reboot. no idea where this is going. Navi, how do you feel? Uh, I think I think they're going to go for either Django or Peter the Panda. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. First vote Django. Django. Daisy. Oh, no. <gasps> Where oh, no. is Daisy going from? No! What? No! Django. Oh, two to two. Fifth two person votes Django. Out? Two votes Stacy. Stacy. Oh. No. No, Stacy. Stacy. No! Oh. I told I'm you so they upset. were just scared of, they were so scared of four women. Yeah. Oh, I'm so Maggie sad. Beth. I'm so sorry, Maggie. Whoa. Why and, did, so Baljeet but, did vote for Buford. Why did they not? Oh. Yeah, so so Ferb we right. and Baljeet voted for Buford, but then changed their votes to Stacy. Wait, Buford couldn't vote. Oh yeah, he could because no idols were played, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the the votes didn't count on them, so everyone could vote. So it was Norm and Stacy originally voted for Ferb, but changed their votes to Django. That's oh. weird. Both both votes were five two votes, but it wasn't the same five both times. Yeah. Wow, that's that's interesting. Baljeet getting by uh the sexism jumped out though. I'm yeah. guessing there was a ton of bullshit whispering that entire Yeah, they, maybe mm. maybe it was a sort of thing for Buford and them. It's like, okay, well we'll keep Ferb and Baljeet around. You know, at least we know that I they're mean, against Buford us. Buford would now never that... flip on Baljeet in hindsight. Like that's that, a good that's, point. That's a that's good point. Love. Yeah, so. I was I was thinking of it as sort of a the enemy you know situation that you'd rather keep them around. You know they're still in the minority, even if you keep them around anyway. So they just teamed up with them and got Stacy out because they were scared of her. But what an iconic yeah. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Stacy of Verano was robbed. Get it trending. Naomi changed the whole title of your new podcast from Mike White was robbed to Stacy Hirano was robbed because that is what the people need to know is the most egregious thing that ever happened on Survivor. Um, which congratulations to Naomi for season two starting up. Check out new episodes every Monday, I believe, is what she said. Um, so yeah, Naomi, we'll get to more of you in a second. But first, we gotta go to that time that Navi told us all that she was banned from Twitter. She's been in Twitter jail. Actually, no, we'll get to it for a second. But I had just moved across country, and I was shocked to find out that Navi was Twitter banned. So let's hear her description. Of events. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Is it like she she should like get special treatment, family like? Oh yeah, did I, you not I, watch Fast and the Furious? 
Like, damn, we should come first. La Familia. <laughs> yeah, but... I think this is, this is really Phineas and Ferb's fault. I, I think we got a tweet from John John about this. This is really Phineas and Ferb's fault for not putting oh, her on well, the Oh, well, I can't see the tweet because uh, I'm in Twitter. <laughs> now, can you explain why you're in Twitter jail? Uh, yeah, so I, I woke up this morning. Uh, it is, what day is it today? It is Wednesday, Wednesday October dudes. 13th. So I woke up to this morning on thir- Wednesday, October 13th. I checked my phone. I see, oh, I have two DM notifications on Twitter, and I cannot access them when I arrive onto the app because apparently I was suspended for breaking the rules of Twitter. I don't know what rules I broke considering I barely use Twitter, but I'm very annoyed. And I tried Maybe that was the rule, was you didn't use it enough. Maybe, but I've not no, Navi, used it enough. Navi's like, a big liker. Yeah, I like a lot of things, mostly fan art. Maybe that's why. Oh no. Maybe anyway, fan art or like or like uh or like doofenshmirtz is a bottom fan art no that is not no. fan art that is that is that isn't a bo- erotica that, ew yeah no i filed an appeal because that's what it's called when your account is suspended you have to file an appeal to mm-hmm. twitter and then like i filed the appeal i replied to the email that they sent and then a couple of hours later they're like yeah you broke the rules i'm like what rules they didn't give me any evidence of what rules i broke so i don't know in like a couple of days if my account isn't restored i am going to the you know what we gotta do we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta message Chappelle, and Chappelle mm. will, i i will ask Chappelle to like get it involved um because he tweeted at um Twitter earlier today. That's the hashtag this week. Hashtag free Navi. Free Navi. <laughs> My name is Doof and you'll do what I say. And because of the support of all you wonderful corn dogs, hashtagging free Navi, Navi is back on Twitter, friends. At Cause I'm Navi is back in her hands and she will tell us more of the story on her next episode. But Navi has been freed, everyone. And that was all thanks to you. Now, before we wrap up the show, because we still have a couple clips left, just because Navi's back on Twitter doesn't mean we have to keep podcasting. We can't. I don't know what I'm saying. Because Navi's back on Twitter, we should continue the show. There. Uh, Naomi joined us for the third time, and uh, we talk about Meep. We talk about Senior Frog. Navi is very offensive to Senior Frog, so she may have gotten her Twitter back, but she's still a hater at heart. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. Woof, woof. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin', your absolute favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And now, here's one of your hosts, the most adorable critter in all of the intergalactic galaxy, Felipe. And I am not alone. As always, I am joined by someone who also has a mustache, but only for translation purposes. It is William Davis. Will, how are you doing? Yeah, this this whole time, if, if I shave it once, the only thing you'll ever hear out of me again is meep. Meep indeed. Or wah. I feel like you could get a wah out. And we are not alone. We are also joined by the lovely Naomi Calhoun, who is also voiced by Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Are we going to, what are we going to, alphabetical? Not, not the and credit. You clearly missed a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I'm a busy woman. Uh, I am so excited to be back. This is going to rock and roll. Uh, what a great episode to talk about. And, um, 
I just have to say, uh, Felipe, you did not appreciate how good Will's uh, Waluigi was. was (laughs) Oh, I heard it earlier this morning, too, so. It was really good. Um, Yes, so we got Naomi, who was voiced by Lorenzo Lamas, but more importantly, our prestigious end credit for every podcast, it is Navi, someone who would never disrespect Senor Frau like that. I don't know, maybe I would. He was pretty fugly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have a Twitter to bully him. Yeah, well, maybe that was a preemptive suspension because they knew I would have bullied Senior Frog. (laughs) Also, I love that our guest is doing laundry. I'm not doing laundry. I'm putting away my laundry because I don't feel like ironing later. So I got to make sure that I put it all away so it doesn't get wrinkly. But I'll be done in a second. I'm almost done. All the same. The, the priorities on this woman. Well, look, I recorded a podcast earlier today, and then I did my laundry, and here we are. So I still th- had a great time watching the episode, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Yeah, so first things first, Naomi, uh, why this episode? Didn't you tell me to watch this episode? I don't well, know. Me- I, I-, <laughs> I think this was a Naomi episode that you wanted regardless, even if I said Yes, I love episode. Meep. Meep was, like a, Meep was very visceral. I feel like I saw Meep from a distance. You know, I was probably too old at this point to still be watching Phineas and Ferb. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Meep seems really funny. I never actually got to watch this episode. Um, and it's a slam dunk. It's a perfect episode of Phineas and Ferb. And um, I love Meep. Like, I understand why everyone's obsessed. Yeah. We absolutely I was so Meep. worried after after the last couple episodes, like the the one we recorded earlier today. I was like, am, am I just being too critical? Is this show not as good as I thought it was? Was this whole podcast a bad idea? Are these all just going to be mediocre episodes? But then we get to this and I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm excited about this show again. I loved this episode. This episode was fantastic. I mean, it, we got Balloony in this episode. We got peak Doofenshmirtz. Meep was on fire. Like, I think they were hitting. They had to put in a couple snoozers so that we could like have this energy again. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. How dare you now be calling Senior Frau ugly? He was adorable. Anyways, we are reaching the end. One more clip to play for the holidays this season. Y'all can hear the ambulance. Okay, they are being disrespectful. I am trying to record a podcast. Can't you see I'm on the quill? Going full canvas. So let's just talk it out because I don't care enough to re record this part. So, uh,. Let's just do some plugs while we're at it. Uh, Everyone and their brother. Check that out. The Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Check that out, too. Now let's talk about our final clip here. Uh, Vince Martella, for the holidays, I requested a cameo for Will and Navi. And then I played that on our most recent episode. So belated happy holidays to everyone. And let's hear what Vince Martella has to say about our podcast. Featuring a special guest, Phineas Flynn. My name is Doof, and you'll do what I say. First things first, happy early holidays. I've been sitting on this for two weeks, and it's been annoying. But mm-hmm. I have something to play for you two. Oh my gosh. Is it a cameo? Uh, why is this not working? Hey there, Will. Hey, Navi. How's it going? Oh, hell yeah. And I play the voice of Phineas Flynn on the show Phineas and Fur. And Can you hear it? Felipe yeah. tells me that the two of you, along with Felipe, have a Phineas and Ferb podcast 
which is awesome. Thank you so much for enjoying the show that much that you've all dedicated um, time to go back and rewatch the episodes and talk about them. That's very exciting, and we love making the show for all of you, and I feel very lucky to have fans of the show like all of you. And since it's the holiday season, Felipe thought it would be cool, so did I, if Phineas Flynn himself sent you a holiday message. I hope that that's okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nobby. Hey, Will. How's it going? It's your very good friend, Phineas Flynn, from the show Finishing Perm. And I just wanted to thank you both for being such amazing friends. Felipe wants to thank you, too. He's a good friend of mine. Ferb wants to thank you as well, but he doesn't talk much. He's more of a man of action, so he can't really. Anyways, the holidays are coming up. And I know that on our show, we talk about summer all the time. But as I'm sure you're aware from our Christmas episodes, we love the holiday season too. And I'm sure that you all do as well. So I hope that you spend the holidays with your family, with your friends, going on adventures, being creative, using your imaginations, you know, all the things that me and Ferb love to do. And hey, where's Perry? Huh? I can't seem to find that pet platypus. His name is Perry. He doesn't do much, but he does wander off all the time. Hey, Navi, Will, if you happen to see him, let me know or let Verb know. Even let Candace know. We'd love some help finding him. Anyways, thank you all so much for loving Phineas and Verb so much. Having a podcast dedicated to our show makes us so excited. Thank you so much. Have amazing holidays. And thanks for being wonderful friends and wonderful people. Oh, hey. that's so awesome. Thank you, you, really, you really get your money's worth with Vincent Martella on Cameo. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, my Christmas present or holiday present to both of you. Oh, thank you. Happy holidays. Yeah. Uh, and I'll send it in the group and then also tweet it yeah. out when this episode drops. But yeah, uh, yeah, that that's... that's. It was very jarring hearing Phineas say, my name is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Doof and you'll do what I say. <laughs> so there you have it, folks and corn dogs. We have just listened to the best of 2021 What You Doing special. Our first year of podcast was a rambunctious time. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs. So many fun memories. These are just a snippet of what you have been listening to, or if you've never checked out the podcast, what you could have been listening to and hope to get in 2022. We hope to have more guests, all of our favorites coming back, plus new guests uh, as well. And then... uh, more fun, just three of us as well. So uh, from Will and Navi and I, thank you so much to everyone who listened. Um, before I do plugs, I do want to take a moment to acknowledge uh, Sean Tucker, one of my dear friends who we lost earlier this week. Um, and he was just a supporter of me and everything I did specifically. And I'm sure Will and Navi, they had run-ins with him, can attest to his character. And I just did want to take a moment and dedicate this podcast to him and his legacy and Sean I miss you and I hope you're resting easily now there's no easy way to transition out of that but just sincerest gratitude to all our corn dogs who listen and engage with us weekly we have some staples like Giovanni and Deanna and uh Elizabeth so John John so thank you all for your support if you're a silent listener we appreciate that too uh Next things, if you could give this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. Also, if you could rate and review on Spotify, I believe that's a thing now, too. You can listen to Everyone and Their Brother, which does Monday drops 
uh, Will and his friends, TJ, uh, Creative Bobby, and Sam, aka Sam Davis, who you heard earlier on this podcast, they go through rambunctious topics. It's January. I'm excited to see what they have in store for us. And then Navi, you can follow her at, because I'm Navi, you can follow Will at Davis, Will. In terms of the Brazilian Dragon podcast, friends, we are expanding this year. 2022 is a year of expansion. So I can't announce everything that we have in store yet because a couple people are still working on their project, but it's going to be a home for any creative and fun content based around nostalgic children's TV shows like Phineas and Ferb. Uh, so if you grew up you're on Zillennial content and you watch Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, if you have ideas for a podcast, DM me. My DMs are open. Uh, fair warning, I don't really check Twitter much these days anymore. Uh, but I am on the Brazilian Dragon account at Brazil Dragon Pod. You can DM there. And, uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, Brazilian Dragon will have some podcasts out this month, including a Quince podcast with Sarah and Jessica Sterling um, from the Shit 90s podcast. And they are going to try to come on this podcast one day, too. With all that said, I don't really know what else to say, but support the arts. Thank you for listening. And if you got to the end of this podcast, hashtag corndog clip show and send it to all of us and at what you do in pod on twitter and gonna do my best will and nami impressions right now corndog corndog yummy 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 bye watch a new one podcast 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 they're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. We're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you...